plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and I am Cynthia Bryan. And I am excited that it's Wednesday and we're here together, but I'm mostly excited because it rained here in California yesterday um, in Northern California. And when I say it rained, I mean it poured. It was fantastic. And so um, we got a little bit of uh, precipitation, uh, you know, for like 24 hours. But the crazy thing is, is I went out today to go uh, transplant some things because now's the time to transplant once it starts raining. But it only went down about two inches. So that means we need a lot more. Well, I am really happy that you are joining me today. The show is going to, um, I think this will be a great uh, show for you in our segment two. I call it the smell of fall. I just can't get over the, that musky, wonderful scent that is happening right now since that it rained. In our third segment, there are so many more scam alerts that are coming up. And so we'll look at what some of those are. And um, even though it seems like we might be out of danger Obviously, uh, there are still lots of emergency and um, tragic events that are happening and, you know, hurricanes and floods and um, where we've been warned here in California that we're not over fire season yet. In fact, fire season is kind of all year round. So with that being said, we're going to revisit the importance of uh, creating your emergency bag and your go bag because when you have to go, you have to go, <laughs> and you're not going to have any time. Well, um, the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are. Please uh, visit bethestarur.org, and this was from Henry David Thoreau. One cannot too soon forget his errors and misdemeanors. And I think uh, what I take away from that is that we really have to embrace all the um, failures that we make and then, you know, we can we can grow and learn something from that. Well, we're going to start um, with what exactly you're going to pack uh, just in case you have to leave the house quickly. And it could be for any reason. You may remember on this show, um, I did talk about, like it was just about two years ago where we had, I mean, my family was evacuated in the middle of the night in a blackout, uh, which meant there was no power, no electricity. It was freezing cold outside. It was in the 30s. And uh, so to us, that's freezing cold. And um, 
And there was a, uh, it was some kids with uh, vape pens and they had dropped them on the hill, started a fire. We were very fortunate in that the town was saved. It could have very easily just gone up in flame. But fortunately, the, the fire chief had been preparing. Um, he had several, he had several uh, battalions in this area because the winds were so high and they were and the reason that uh, that the power was out was because the electric company had turned out all the power for several days because of the danger of fires and um so they actually had you know a couple hundred firefighters on hand which was amazing because our town has like five (laughs) so had it been any other time we wouldn't have a town anymore. So thank goodness for that. But what it gets me to is the importance of an emergency go bag. I did have mine already packed and you always have to have it in your car. So if an emergency occurred while you're at home, at work, at play, and you are forced to evacuate to another location, are you prepared or are you going to panic? Um, the scenario could happen anywhere, anytime to anyone, but with some preparation, um, you will be ready to go. So a go bag is filled with all the necessities that you, your family, your pets would need for anything from one to three days. And, you know, if you are anticipating any kind of disaster, like a hurricane, um, because you usually have a couple of days warning for those. That might mean you're going to be gone for three days or more, or you're, or there's a big snowstorm coming or something. You're going to want to pack this emergency kit for every vehicle, as well as have an additional one in your home, in a closet, or a space that's really closest to the exit door that you would use. And the reason for keeping a go bag in your car at all times is because you may not be home when an emergency happens. Um, For example, in California, it could be an earthquake, it could be a fire, or, you know, I mean, you could If you're in some other place, it could be a tornado, it could be a flood, um, whatever it is, and you're not home, you will always have something in your car to help you survive. So in the event of any kind of immediate evacuation, you'd have some additional reinforcements. You just don't want to be asleep at the wheel, you know, uh, when you find out that a catastrophe is happening. There are superstorms, wildfires. Uh, there's, it, we see these news alerts just on a regular basis. And it's, uh, it's the hardest thing is to go to sleep and then to wake, to be woken up and know that you have to leave, you know, in the dark. So most people do not have a stash of supplies. They don't have food, water, first aid kits, and that's according to the CDC. So this is why we have to really consider packing this emergency. Um, I call it a go bag, and it'll help you keep you and your family safe and comfortable, even if you need to stay with friends or family, or especially if you just have to, you know, you might just go to a relief center, but if you have some of your own things, it's going to be um, much better. So you got to start with the essentials. Now, what is the bag or the bin? So you could use a basic backpack, a duffel bag, 
Um, you could have a, a plastic storage container. All of those will do you just fine. But maybe, you know, if you think you might have to run, <laughs> um, having a backpack, a duffel bag, or even a roller bag might be the better thing. And uh, in your car, though, you could just keep, you know, that duffel bag or you could keep that storage container. You could have a plastic tub that you toss in your trunk or, you know, you leave in the back of your car. But your bags have to be sturdy. They need to be lightweight and preferably waterproof. And if you um, opt for one with wheels, like if it is going to be a roller bag, make sure it also has handles so that in case you can't roll, you can carry. Uh, it's also a good idea once I give you all the info, you know, the things that you have to go in there is just to double check your go bag like once or maybe at least twice a year. Um, for any expiration dates on food or water, or if you have kids, you know, maybe they've outgrown some of their clothes or, you know, if it's diapers, maybe you don't need them anymore. And so maybe by doing it, you know, the first day of spring and the first day of fall or the first day of winter and the first day of summer, you know, whatever works for you, that is going to be the best thing to do. So, what are some of the things that uh, you want to have in your bag? Well, a first aid kit is like top of the list. <laughs> you need to have a first aid kit. Now, you can buy a first aid kit uh, or you could um, just put one together. And even the tiniest backpack can hold a list of, um, of family names. You'll need an emergency list, oh, you know, and of course... You want your phones always charged, but, you know, it seems like bad things happen when we're not prepared. So making a list and printing it out is also a good idea of, uh, of family names, phone numbers, um, any health issues or allergies, doctor's numbers, and any details of your evacuation plan, because you could get separated from your group. And again, um, if you if you have a... Um, a cell phone that goes dead, you may not have those numbers. So you want duplicate chargers for phones, tablets, and computers. Uh, copies of important documents, including your passport, your driver's license, credit cards, and insurance papers. And again, if you're going to be able to grab your computer, it's always good to have those scanned and on your computer or in the cloud somewhere. You want work gloves, warm gloves, towelettes, a towel, bottled water, and you need to have like a gallon per person per day. Now, that's really hard to carry, right? So if you have a, a large family, it's kind of hard to keep, If you know, if you have a family of six, to have six gallons of water in your car. But you probably need to have that six gallons of water ready in that closet or something uh, someplace close. So in case you do have to evacuate, I always keep one gallon of water in my car all the time, no matter what. So um, one gallon that at least can get you through a little bit of time. You also want a thick blanket. Um, I made that mistake before. I had a real thin blanket packed in my go bag when we got evacuated, you know, thinking that I never really thinking I was going to be out in the freezing cold and the power would be out and there would be no heat anywhere that we went. 
Um, so that thin blanket really didn't cut it. So a thicker blanket. You want walking shoes. I would put in a few, a couple pairs of socks because you can always, you know, put two pairs of socks on if you're really cold or you can even put socks on your hands. A warm jacket. Um, I had not packed a warm jacket and it was the middle of the night. I just had my bathrobe on and didn't grab a jacket. So that isn't, uh, that wasn't very good. But as far as food goes, um, you know, a small jar of peanut butter, a small jar of honey, protein bars are very, very good. You definitely want to have your personal um, hygiene kit with a toothbrush, soap, medications, uh, matches, and a candle. I had matches and a candle, and I'll tell you, it made all the difference because um, when we evacuated and we evacuated to uh, my office space, which is uh, wasn't close to where the fire was, and it was freezing in there because there was no power. But having the candles really, I don't know, it felt like I had a little fireplace. Um, so that was nice. A flashlight with extra batteries and a headlamp. I now keep a headlamp by my bed because as, um, as I indicated, being woke up in the middle of the night without uh, any power and having nowhere, nothing to turn on, a flashlight, if you're holding it, you can only grab with one hand unless you're putting the flashlight in your mouth or something. But if you have a headlamp, you have two hands. So definitely do a headlamp and skip the rechargeable ones. Pack extra batteries instead. And um, again, that headlamp, they're not that expensive. You can get them, you know, like $22 for two of them. I, or maybe they're, yeah, they're about 10 to $12 a piece. So I would spring for one for each person. Um, eating utensils and plates, just some plastic, you know, the plastic of forks, plastic knife, plastic spoon, and maybe a couple of uh, paper plates. It's a good thing to have. Or you could put a metal plate, something lightweight. Breathing masks. And you want those N95s. Unfortunately, those are the only ones that are going to keep out, If especially if um, it's a fire. The, the, the terrible, terrible gases and stuff that you could be smelling. And the ashes. So you want to have a, some masks in there. If you need reading glasses, make sure you have them packed. Um, another thing is if you think you might be going to an office or a another home or, you know, someplace where you would have keys, uh, make sure you have an extra set of keys in your go bag. And then when it comes to your pets, if you have a pet, you want a few days worth of food in a Ziploc bag. You also want to stash like a collapsible water bowl and they need some extra water as well. A carrier and a leash, uh, consider a collapsible lightweight crate and you want to label it with your contact info and store a leash and a harness inside. And any sanitation needs, you might want to pack a roll of, you know, the doggy poopy bags or just extra plastic bags. Or if you have a cat, um, you may need to have some litter, uh, you know, a, a, a bag of litter. And for your animals, some familiar treats and toys that can soothe your pet's stress because you're going to be stressed as well as your pet. Also, don't forget to have some cash and Toilet paper. You never know. You might need that. Now, 
you know, uh, maybe you'll have, you might have chance to get a few of your family photos, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But if you have a document bag, um, you could stash, you know, some of your, uh, a couple of albums or something in there. But again, all of your important papers. Um, if you have kids, you probably want to have a favorite uh, stuffed animal or a toy or some cards, some coloring, uh, pencils, maybe a deck of cards because you might need some comfort items uh, when this is happening. Uh, I don't want to say might, you will. Let's put it that way. And again, about the cash, whether it's a few dollars or it's a hundred dollars, if you can keep a hundred dollars per person uh, in your bag, that's fabulous. But even a five dollars would be great because just remember, if power's out or there's an emergency, most likely nobody's going to take credit cards or they or they won't be able to be accepted. Um, and again, don't forget that the water, I always put a little bit of Clorox in the water and that just will keep it, um, um, clean for a long time. You might want to keep a sleeping bag in your car if you're in a disaster prone. Um, some sleeping bags are lightweight, but otherwise you definitely want to get some kind of emergency blanket. REI has them for like $5 and they come in handy at a shelter or in your car because, um, you know, do you remember there was that crazy 50 mile tra traffic jam in, in, on I-95 last year in that terrible storm and hotels near you are going to book up really quickly. So you may, even though you have every intention of going to a hotel, uh, you may end up in a shelter or just in a church somewhere or a school auditorium. Clothes, too. You definitely, as I said, the socks, but some layers. And bandanas are always really good um, to put, like a red bandana, because maybe you'll have to flag down assistance. Um, let's see. Oh, one last thing is, um, you know, those multi-tools. I think those are really good, because uh, those, those one of those multi-tools it can be a screwdriver, it can be a scissor, it could be a bottle opener, a can opener, or a knife, and it weighs, you know, almost nothing. So again, you want, uh, you want a bigger kit that has more of your important items in your closet at home that you can just grab and go. But your car kit, it needs to be stocked with the basics. Uh, make sure your spare tire is in good condition while we're talking about it with a tire iron and a tire jack. Um, you might want to even, uh, you know, get a tire inflator and a foam tire sealant, you know, for small holes, because who knows what you're going to be driving over. Um, and if you have the space, you know, toss in a couple of quarts of oil. So if not, just keep those in the garage and, um, you know, GPS may not be working, so it's always good to have a map of your area inside your car. Uh, the other, the, the very last thing is, is to make a sign that you put on your go bag that you would put on your door that says safely evacuated and have a roll of that blue painter's tape. So in an evacuation, when you exit your home, Tape the sign, time permitting, of course, to the door so that first responders know that you have left. And 
very important. When told to evacuate, do so without question. Um, the recommended is to take only one vehicle to avoid clogging escape routes. Although I know people want to take, if you have two cars and you have two people, everybody wants to take their car. But stay calm and follow directions. And um, other things you need to do in preparation besides the go bag for any emergency is make a rescue plan with your family and practice an evacuation. Decide where you're going to meet up if you get separated and where you want to go in emergency. It's always good to have a phone number of a friend that's out of state to let them know that you are okay or if you need help. Um, and know how to manually open any gates or garage doors that might be uh, on electrical, you know, on a clicker. And always connect with your neighbors to create a support safety team. You should, you know, check to make sure your neighbors have evacuated. I'm a big believer in keeping a full tank of gas uh, in my car at all times just because of this. I guess it's from growing up on a farm where we were so far away that you did not want to run out of gas because it was a good 30 minutes to a gas station. And then finally, um, uh, store your laptop, your keys, your purse, your wallet, and any other must-take items in one place for very swift retrieval. When we had 60 seconds to evacuate, 60 seconds, think about that. The, I was able to run into my office, grab my computer, my phone, my purse, um, and the go bag, and get in the car. And so we were, I had everything I really needed um, that for our family. My husband, on the other hand, who, does, who never knows where anything is, he did not have his wallet or his phone or his glasses, or any anything that he needed. So he was depending 100% on what I had. So again, just keep everything in something in two cars, and good luck. And if, you're, if your uh, city or county or state has emergency alerts, sign up for them. We have Nixle, N-I-X-L-E dot com, and I'm sure you probably have it too. Well, you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I hope that was very helpful and will keep you safe. So get your go bag and your emergency stuff ready because you never know. I'll be back in a bit. Stay with me. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 gifts, and Be The Star You Are for teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, 
leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of shows. Well, we are back, and I am glad that you stayed with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You are listening to Cynthia Bryan, and we are now going to go into the garden. And I mean, when it rained, or when it rains where you are, I mean, do you smell it? Do you smell the scent of the earth mixed with fallen leaves and that, I don't know, that wonderful smell of decomposing plant matter? I mean, it signals the transition of the seasons. I know people laugh at me, but I love that musty, musky smell. And I always say that if there was a perfume like that, of course, I also say if there was a perfume that was made out of the smell of horses, I would wear that because I love the smell of horses so much. But On the calendar, autumn began on September 22nd, 2022, but it wasn't until this past week, until November, that I inhaled this intoxicating aroma that brought back so many childhood memories of the end of harvest, of jumping in piles of leaves, and just enjoying blazing bonfires. And just this past week, It seems that so many trees change their wardrobe from the vibrant green to these just glorious sunset colors of amber and gold and red and bronze and yellow. I call it the foliage show. It's always late here in California, but this year it seems to be later. But when it happens, it really is glorious. I, I tend to stand on my balcony and shoot pictures from the same area every year, and it is always always mesmerizing and as the leaves turn they also drop and they're blanketing our landscapes with a marvelous source of nitrogen phosphorus potassium and other nutrients and the soil craves all of this so as much as you might want to tidy up your garden try to refrain from raking the leaves into your green bin. You know, you can rake some of them if it's just such a huge, huge, deep layer that's suffocating everything. But leave a a light layer of leaves on the ground to encourage photosynthesis process. That's the natural circle of life. If leaves are too big, you can mow or cut them. 
and add them to a compost pile with your food scraps, your lawn clippings, your eggshells, coffee grounds, and other biodegradables. And after a few months, you're going to have a nice, rich, chocolatey mulch, and it will be filled with worms and beneficial microbes. And then you can add it back into your garden, and it costs you nothing. So when you add organic materials to your soil, you are actually providing food for the organism's that improves soil aeration and drainage while reducing soil compaction. The nutrients will release over time. And as we inhale these delicious flavors of fall and experience the cooler temperatures, it's time to perform some tasks in prep for winter. So let me tell you what the autumn chores are that I'm working on, and hopefully uh, you might be able to do some of those too. So if you haven't already, it's time to clean any patio furniture before storing or covering it for the season. And it's especially critical to remove any bird droppings that are left on your umbrellas, your hammocks, or other furnitures, because those, if you leave them on, they will um, kind of, they'll eat through that, you know, they'll definitely meet, meet, uh, make a mark. Let's put it that way. Uh, sometimes it is just like the acid that's in it that is going to, um, it could like really destroy your fabric or your furniture. I was really um, lucky that I started put doing that like a week ago. And so mine was all put away, which I was happy about. Now you can turn off your sprinkler systems and you know, you don't need them as long as uh, you're getting some precipitation. I mean, if it gets really dry again, you can always turn it on for, you know, for a small amount of time, but we're going into the cooler wintry season. So you're not going to need it. Check for any irrigation leaks. As I said, leave leaves where they fall and spread them around your garden and also add them to your compost pile. It is time to fertilize your grass, especially when it is going to rain. That's the first thing I did is I ran out in the rain and I also, um, I always fertilize. Remove any debris, sticks and weeds right now from your garden beds so you can clean up your garden beds. And it's time to plant cover crops to fix nitrogen. Fava, fava beans, mustard, and clovers are excellent choices. And I was just doing a little research yesterday, and I just bought uh, like 10 pounds of seed to put on my hill of red clover. Because when it blooms, it is beautiful. And uh, it's a great cover crop, so it'll uh, protect from erosion, keep your soil warmer. And it then it when it's dug under or even just even left, the it's going to add more nutrients to your soil. So it'll be really, it'll be good for other plants. But this uh, red clover is so beautiful. It looks like a blanket of, you know, kind of this beautiful magenta. So if you have a, an area that you want to have clover, and don't forget, um, clover is very, very good to make teas and, you know, it's edible. So this is the time to pick your pumpkins, your apples, your guavas, your squash, and any fruits or vegetables left hanging on the vines or on your plants before the frost and also rain because um, the frost will freeze it and it'll turn black and drop and the rain just rots it. Divide overgrown clumps of perennials such as daylilies, agapanthus, iris, or your naked ladies, and you can move other 
um, to other locations or share with fellow gardeners. Cover any exposed soil with straw, grass clippings, aged wood chips, pine needles, or you could even do shredded newspaper to reduce weed growth. Um, and it'll moderate the soil temperature, it'll retain the moisture, and it will reduce erosion over winter. So it's kind of like cover, uh, cover crops. This is a good time if you just want to have a little bit of color and if your garden is just looking, you know, very boring because it's sort of wintry looking, you could just buy some six packs of perennials, uh, columbine, carnations, pinstemon, corabels. Those were, are all kind of pretty right now. Um, and you can brighten your fall garden with pops of color from pansies, cyclamen, violas, mums, stock, Iceland poppies, and primrose. Uh, if you want to plant any fall-colored trees, you know, if you've been waiting to plant a beautiful tree in your landscape, this is the time to do it. And it was a great idea to go to your local nursery and check out the colors of the, of the leaves and see what you like. A lot of fruit trees that are deciduous, they have beautiful colors in fall. And that's one of the nice things of a fruit tree is you usually get blossoms in spring and then you get fruit in summer or fall and then you get the really pretty um, fall colors and then winter it is just the bark. So it could be rather interesting. This is also the time to scatter wildfire, uh, wild, uh, wild flower seeds. And I love to, you know, California poppies, uh, lupins. Uh, you could sow seeds of sweet alyssum, bachelor buttons, forget-me-nots. And don't forget, this is a great time to sow milkweed if you want those monarch butterflies. And then deadhead your roses for continued blooms through the holidays. I know you can't do this all over the country, but you definitely can here in um, the West and the Southwest because our roses just keep blooming as long as you keep deadheading them. Now, if you do want rose hips, so you want to make rose hip tea, then you can let the rose hips develop, but the, the roses won't bloom anymore. And also, time to prune any dead branches from your trees and shrubs. One of the things I've been having a real problem with is coyotes and raccoons. Um, the hungry coyotes, they have been on a rampage. They've been killing poultry and cats and small dogs. So keep your animals and your small children safe. And just enjoy the many colors of the lantana that are blooming throughout fall. Lantana comes in purple, orange, red, white, and yellow. And um, I get ready to start planting bulbs uh, towards the end of the month. I actually started today, which would give you a beautiful spring show. And um, I will talk about what bulbs to plant in another one. But in your vegetable garden, during a cold winter, there's really nothing better than knowing that you have organic, tasty greens and vegetables growing right outside your door. And fall is the best time to get these nutritious edibles going for a bountiful harvest in the new year. Now, most of these plants prefer extra nitrogen, so side dress them with a balanced fertilizer as they grow. Now, you can use, you can plant seeds or seedlings of any of these, a variety of lettuces, Asian greens, spinach, arugula, I just threw arugula seeds today, Swiss chard, 
uh, chicory, kale, cress. I planted beets, cabbage, radish, broccoli, broccoli rabi, uh, carrots, cauliflower, kohlrabi, peas, and turnips. And make sure that you plant some shallots and garlic now because you'll be able to harvest those next summer. And um, for anybody that's in California, I just want to say not to be missed. If you would like to meet me in person on Saturday, November 12th, I will be doing a book signing, in-person reading, and telling stories from my new children's book, No Barnyard Bullies, at the Point Richmond Art Gallery in Richmond, uh, in Point Richmond, California. So um, you could come and take, you know, come and visit and um, and pick up a book, and we'll have some free goodies there as well. I really don't like the darkness as it descends so much earlier. I wish we would get off this, uh, whatever this is, savings time, and be like Arizona and Hawaii and just stay the same time all year round. But Because uh, I always have too many sh- uh, chores to complete, and pretty soon it's going to be dark at 4.30. Now it's dark at 5.30. But I will say I am reveling in the cooler days that allow me to labor longer with less strain. And digging in the dirt in fall bequeaths the most luscious autumn aromas. Those musty, musky, intoxicatingly earthy. I I just, I wish I could bottle it, as I said. So um, thank you so much for listening to this. And Just remember to to take it slowly each day anew, but go outside and breathe in the fragrance of fall and know that as gardeners, we're going to get to be resting soon. So just let's get the work done now so that we can rest when Mother Nature does, when winter comes calling. So happy gardening, happy growing, and of course, stay with me because there is more to come. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are, and we will be back with you after the business bite. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. We often judge the wealth of others by what we see. If someone's driving a $100,000 vehicle or are they driving a mini car? Are they living in a mansion or a tent? This is the information we have in front of us as we can't see their bank accounts or brokerage statements. But outward appearances is all we have to gauge those financial successes. But the truth is wealth is probably what you don't see. Wealth is not the fancy cars that they didn't purchase. Our wealth is the fancy cars that they didn't purchase. Wealth is the diamond rings that were not bought. It is the Rolexes that are not worn and the designer clothes that are not in that closet. So in reality, wealth is the financial assets that have not yet been converted into stuff. Think about it. You're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you are. The star you are. 
The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling. Well, as we know, um, the scams just never, you know, they never stop. And it seems that nobody is safe from scams. And cyber uh, criminals are just constantly upping their game, changing their techniques and their topics. And, you know, they're always, their goal is nefarious. So there are a few things that cybersecurity experts say you can do to spot text, phone, or online scams, and then what you can do to avoid them. So I want to share some of them with you here. You may already know all of them, but it never hurts to hear them again. So talk to your family and you want to stay up to date. So you want to bring family members together and let everybody know that if they get a suspicious text, a call or email, or even if they think they've already fallen for a scam, that they can call you and talk to you and, you know, get your advice um, and reassure them that there's nothing to be ashamed of because like crime, this is not the victim's fault. And then for yourself, just try to keep on top of what the latest scams are and know which new scams are trending. Um, There are updates at a lot of different sites like fraud.org or FTC consumer alerts because uh, scammers frequently key off current events to make their swindles seem likelier. Like I'm sure with the elections um, you know, and all these, you're getting all these emails saying, please donate, donate, you know, we want our candidate to win and all of this. And sometimes it actually has the name of a celebrity on it. I'm sure a lot of these are scams. And so unless you know what it is, you know, don't do it. And I, I know I get, I get them every day. I no longer answer my telephone unless I know who it is that's calling. Cause I figure if it's not a scam, they will leave a message. And if you don't leave a message, I immediately block that number. And um, then that particular number can't call me anymore. Although usually scammers are, they have all these multiple numbers that they can do. But I, when my husband is 
always calling me saying, oh, I just got this. Is this for real? And so far, every time he's asked me if something's for real, it has always been a scam. So, you know, just let your family members and your friends, whoever, tell them that you're going to try to keep up to date on what the new scams are. And then you're going to let them, you know, let let you be the person that they call. So um, obviously you want to verify everything before you do anything. Always assume the people or the companies contacting you are not who they say they are. So don't reply to texts or calls. Don't click on links from any unknown sources. Now, I don't know if you're getting these kind of texts, but I'll get, oh, I probably get three or four of these a day. That'll be a text and it'll, it'll just have a different name. So it'll say, hi, Rachel, um, I thought you were going to call me back. And, and, or another one would be, oh, just ate the most wonderful meal. You know, I mean, really kind of innocuous things, but I never, ever respond. I have no idea who's sending these. And obviously they are some kind of scam where they're trying to get me to respond and then they know you're a real number. So just delete, delete, delete. Now, to confirm an identity um, of somebody, you could contact them on a different channel. So let's give an example. So um, if it was a Facebook message, then you could probably look up who they are without responding to them. If it's a phone call, uh, let's say, well, the, one of the scams going around here is PG&E, which is our electric company that has been having a lot of time, Pacific Gas and Electric. It's been having a lot of issues because um, it has been responsible for so many of the fires here in California. So there are all of these scams where you get a text or you get a phone call. Usually you get an email and a text and it says, and it actually says PG&E and it'll say that you didn't pay your bill and we're going to shut off your power. So you need to pay it today. And anyway, that one is definitely um, a scam. So if somebody calls you, you hang up and then it's, let's say it's PG&E, then go to your bill, look up the actual phone number for PG&E and verify it. So always call back on the main company's number or the company, the customer service number on their website. Uh, There's a lot of scams with credit cards, that's for sure. And so if you're getting a a message from your bank, um, I I get messages from banks that I do not bank from. And obviously they're all scams because they can make it look like it's coming from somebody. Now, if you want to just inquire about a possible fraud, there is a phone number you can call, 877-908-3360, and that's to inquire about possible fraud. So here are some signs to watch for now. So the text, the direct message, the email, or the call comes unexpectedly. In other words, you weren't expecting to get a text from this person or a message, you know, or uh, or a, a, a Facebook message. Um, if you get any of these and it says you won money, a prize, or you're getting a refund, scam, scam, red light, red light, woo, woo. Or if the message makes you feel panicked in any way, 
Because what scammers do is they make everything sound urgent. If you're not going to do this now, your your account's going to be closed. Or they might even say that a scammer has scammed your bank account. And unless you, you know, take care of this immediately, your money's going to be gone. And that they're scammers scamming. Um, if they're saying a fast payment method is involved, see there it goes fast again, making you feel panic, saying it's urgent. If criminals want the money fast and they ask for peer-to-peer apps like Venmo, a cash app, or Zelle, wire transfers or prepaid gift cards, uh, cryptocurrency, or even cash, just absolutely know it is a scam because um, you, the companies, legitimate companies, are not going to ask for their money fast and they're not going to deal in those things. If they claim there are payment problems, you know, like we got your credit card payment, but for some reason, one of the numbers is not going through. And they might even know a couple of numbers. Maybe it's the last four numbers of your credit card. Maybe it's the first numbers of your credit card. Just hang up immediately. And again, go back to verifying with your bank, with the store, with whatever it is, but you verify with a number that you know is the real number. Don't call them back ever on a number that they provide. If they ask for information of any kind, just again, hang up and verify again. And one of the things that I think is really interesting is, you know, when anything sounds too good to be true, it almost always is too good to be true. So when that happens, what you want to do is hang up or, you know, do not talk to anybody because it is. It, if it sounds too good to be true, it is going to be uh, too good to be true. And on the flip side of that is if your gut, if you feel something like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Something just feels icky or just it just doesn't feel right. Listen to that inner voice. Our inner voice usually tells us the right thing. I know sometimes we have two voices talking to us at once, and one is saying do it, and the other one is saying don't, and it's hard to know which one to listen to. But always try to let your higher voice, the higher self voice, um, instruct you, if at all possible. That is the best way to go. Now, you can uh, frustrate the scammers by changing a few settings. Now, if you're a business, obviously, you really can't do this. But your social media profiles, if you set them to private, that's going to be better. Now, if you need a public-facing profile on one of these platforms, just take off your location and your contact information. So you don't want to have your phone numbers. You don't want to have your birth dates on anything that is public. Oh, and definitely not your address. So for if you need to do it on Facebook and to go to set your privacy, you go to settings and privacy, then followers and public content. And then there's a question, who can see the people, pages, and lists? And then you can select friends or only me. And so that'll make it more private. On Messenger, if you tap the profile photo and select privacy, message delivery under other people, click on others on Facebook and uh, select don't receive request. And that'll be better. Instagram, 
Under potential connections, you can set your categories to don't receive requests or message requests to limit how many connections. Um, and phone contacts. Add all your known contacts to your contacts on your phone. So you can really ignore unknown numbers and then send any unknown callers to voicemail. That's what I do. And on iPhones, you can go to settings phone. You can actually silence unknown uh, callers. On the Android, you can tap the menu button. I guess it's three dots. And then there's options for blocking numbers. So just, you know, just make sure everything is up to date. And on your phone and app privacy, just turn on all available privacy settings. Okay, well, yeah, just remember that you can have what you want. You can dream all, all you want um, and even what you fear you can still have it. So I'm hoping that we have inspired you or I have inspired you a bit today. So thank you for being with me every week here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm looking out my window at the most beautiful sunset with pink and orange fluffy clouds. I love it. So make sure you're tuned here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We come to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. You can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style or to purchase any of my books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. And to get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, to learn more, or if you'd like to make a donation, the holidays are coming, BeTheStarYouAre.org. As always, I hope to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being. And know you are already the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And read a book this week, and I hope it, it will be No Barnyard Bullies. And again, if you're in California and you're near the San Francisco Bay Area and you'd like to come to a free book signing, there'll be drinks and food and all kinds of fun stuff. So check it out um, at the Point Richmond Art Gallery this coming Saturday at 3 p.m. Until next week when we'll celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan, fourth star style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are and be your unapologetically authentic self every day, every moment, all the time. See you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for being here. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, 
Be the star you are.